0: I you think I tell. think that's supposed to be about the end, not the beginning.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> this
2: fantasy life.
1: Hello and welcome to this fantasy life a fantasy football podcast for our league and yours. I'm Chris
0: and I'm John, and with us on the board so today the best- is the guy that stands in the middle of the chessboard. What is it?
2: Why would I stand in the? Oh, because the king is in the. Because you're no. the king. Oh got my it.
0: god!
1: Nice. Absolutely. Is that-, is that from your uh, your queen your queen's gambit uh,
0: quarantine binge? Have been checking that show out, and I have learned a lot about chess.
1: Yeah, it's just complicated.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to it, but not as complicated as fantasy football, which is where we are right now.
1: Whoa, good segue. Yes. Uh, yes, we are a fantasy football podcast. Every single week, we recap our league, other leagues around the Columbus, Ohio area, give you some tips and tricks, to get you ready for the week. And this week, as we all know, is playoffs. Boom. For some Ooh. of us. Mm-hmm. Um. So At yes, least we are. Things have gotten pretty serious around the fantasy football world. So we're going to get you ready for those playoff games. Um, if you have some issues in the playoffs and want some help, you can email us at this fantasy life podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we look forward to hearing about some bad beats and some, some exciting Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night miracles coming up. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter at TF lifers. And as we're rounding out this season of this fantasy life and getting into the holidays, you can share your love for us by leaving us a review over on iTunes or your podcast uh, listening place of choice.
0: And our help is fully guaranteed. If it doesn't work out for you, you get your money back.
1: Yep, everything we say is great.
0: Fully guaranteed. Um, We've only made a few mistakes, which I believe we're probably going to talk about pretty soon.
1: We are. Uh, some housekeeping, we are thinking about um, uh, when the playoffs are in our league playoffs go for two weeks each ground um so you probably will not have an episode for us from the next week um and then we're going to be into the holiday with christmas time um so probably no tfl for a couple of weeks but we'll get back um in here at least before the championship game
0: to get and ready, boy, ready those holiday celebrations are really shaping up to be some some good ones
1: cool man it's just gonna be um, yep like how can i make my hot chocolates even hotter
0: Yes. I can't wait to spend all that time with friend and family.
1: Yeah. Uh, putting up Christmas decorations this year seems a little futile, but, you know, you move past those moments of darkness and just keep doing it.
0: And yet, I have noticed in my neighborhood that there are a lot of Christmas decorations up, almost as if people are so bored that they're just putting up things on their houses.
1: Yeah. yeah I thought for a second that we might get out of it, and then I yeah, that, no. that, that moment... It did not last very
0: long. I mean, if you um, want to have a drive through a winter Christmas wonderland, come to my neighborhood. Oh, I'm in. Keep your it windows is- rolled up and your doors locked, but come and take a look.
2: And if you want to see no Christmas at all, stop by my place where there are zero <laughs> decorations.
1: <laughs> it, it could be July right now. <laughs> Christmas
0: Is uh, hey, <laughs> red, white, and blue bunting up in his house?
1: <laughs> well, speaking of red, white, and blue bunting, let's go ahead and talk about all the ways that we were wrong last week. I wanted to give our friend Brian and his team, the Broncos, um, some positivity last week. I thought after the horrible week they had before, they were going to come back, guns a-blazing, give the Chiefs all they had. Um, I think they may have given them all they had, and that was not very good. No, um, there was not much to give. <laughs> so, so I really loved um, Jerry Judy, However, he was not a part of that game plan, only scoring one point um, in that um, a contest. So I mean, you would
0: think once they had a real quarterback playing that they could actually score some points, but my yeah.
1: reasoning, but nope, yeah. out. Um, Johnny, what were you wrong about?
0: Well, I mean, I Chris, I really thought you were going to beat Weeb's, and I wouldn't bring it up except that you so didn't beat him. No. Uh, you can imagine my amazement when I looked at the score and. He was projected to have over 200 points against you. He wound up scoring, what, 190, yeah.
1: 180? I mean, I, I lost count after a while.
0: And his quarterback scored like four or five points. It's just a, a crazy number of points that he scored, and uh, he did wind up, I mean, thrashing you. So I was wrong about that. I was yeah. really looking forward to a rematch of our, uh, our 2019 bowl, 20 bowl. I play. was I, I was as
1: well, and but you know what? Uh, I, after some after some sadness and some tears, I realized there's always time for new blood. I'm just going to be supportive of these young guns going out there and um, getting their first playoff appearance.
0: Well, that's just silly. I have right.
1: no hard feelings at all, get sweeps at all. No. King? Uh,
2: so mostly I was wrong about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I oh, thought yeah. that he would have a really good game uh, against Cincinnati if he played, uh, but he didn't play.
0: And, in fact, to have a good game, you must start.
2: That's correct. Um, I was well, also was also somewhat wrong about Naeem Hines. Um, I thought he was going to put up big numbers against um, the Texans or whoever they played. Um, and he got 12 points, which is not terrible for an RB2 or a flex, um, but definitely not the game that I thought he was going to have.
1: No, and I saw that too, King. And you have been right about Hines for a while. And not that, again, 12 points has not set the world on fire. But for those of us who if you get a player hurts or you get a bad matchup and you're looking for somebody 12 points off of a waiver pick is very solid yeah fair because you're rolling the dice on most of those anyway so
0: yeah i'll take it yeah
1: all right let's get into some more hopeful news let's talk about all the ways that we were right
0: you may be right But the, Cleveland, but be
1: <laughs> the Cleveland football Browns mm-hmm. are a football team playing professional football like it's supposed to be played.
0: Chris, I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. Unbelievable. I texted our friend Jack,
1: longtime Browns fan, we, we, we should say. They had 40 points in the first half. And I was like, Jack, look at these Brownies. And he says there are two halves like a true browns fan still the possibility of losing (laughs) that game was in the mirror
0: i mean you you do have to realize of course that the longer this goes the darker the ending could be um i mean you probably weren't around but i was around during the fumble and the two drives and all of that and and it is maybe more painful to be in the playoffs and have something horrible happen than to be in the regular season but they are in the playoffs
1: Yes, Um, I mean, I may know something about my favorite team getting to a big game and not being able to really seal the deal. Yeah, So, yes, (laughs) I can relate to that. Um, But let's just relish in this Browns goodness. I was all over Jarvis Landry last week. Um, And guess what? Still pretty good. 20 freaking points against those Titans. He had 30 the week before. It is Jar Jar Binks time over in Cleveland. If he's not in your lineup, what are you even doing? Let's go. What could go wrong? That's up. Yep. John,
0: speak to us. Hey, finally, I get to go to the a Is that still a thing? Uh, right. No.
2: Those no. are grocery no.
0: stores. A&P. No. 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 Anyway, Adrian Peterson scored 17 points, just like I predicted he would. Redemption. Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> Blind pigs, acorns, the whole bit.
1: <laughs> Adrian Peterson, is back. Yeah,
0: King. for long, though. King
1: of hearts.
2: Um. I, as you may recall, said lots of very negative adjectives around um, Travis Fulgham and the New York, York, the um, Philadelphia Eagles in general. Uh, But Fulgham had zero catches. So I'd go ahead and say that that is pretty negative.
0: You know, that whole Philadelphia team, it's amazing. Like last night watching what was supposed to be a football game with the Dallas Cowboys. Lots of negative things were said about the Cowboys but I honestly believe that the same number of negative things are only said about Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, people do not like him.
2: No, they do not.
0: And yeah, the coach doesn't either. Cause he's not playing next week. Jalen hurts gets to play instead, but yeah, so he's, he's just not having a great, great year. I, I doubt that he's going to be a, a Eagle next year.
1: All right, let's get ahead to the news. And all I can really think about right now is your boy John, the former cowboy, <laughs> Dez Bryant? Told... He
0: quit football
1: again. I mean, I mean, it's just a roller. Twenty twenty, guys. Twenty twenty. Like we still got a couple weeks left. I can't wait to see what it has in store for us. Last night, Tuesday night football has, has become apparently uh, a weekly event. Um, <laughs> Dez Bryant minutes before the game starts. Mere minutes. Is uh pulled from the game. He was already on the field doing warm-ups and was pulled for a positive test. There's uh, <laughs> lots of lots of details about that, but it turns out his tests during the day, it seemed, were inconclusive. And apparently this is all in the NFL contracts. Baloney, but they were able to take him off the field. Can say that he didn't contact anybody, which seems
0: <laughs> a little oh. unlikely. <laughs> they, they traced his contact and apparently when you're on a bus when you're on a plane when you're in a locker room none of those things count as close contact nothing or um, when you catch a football from somebody who's throwing it to you over and over again
1: more importantly des brian has a twitter uh, i'm gonna go ahead and give some highlights here immediately after his, his um pulling from the game he decided that the best thing for him to do was share his thoughts with the world um First tweet, tell me why they pull me from warming up so I can get tested. My shit come back positive. I tested positive for COVID WTF. Uh, the crazy thing is I had the same damn routine. This does not make any sense to me. Yes, I'm going to go ahead and call it a quit for the rest of the season. I can't deal with this. And then he tweets at the NFL, since I tested positive for COVID before the game, do the game stop or go on? And my favorite of all of these, he says, I'm about to drink some wine and coke. Does Brian
0: I, probably knows. should have been his first tweet.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, I mean, true enough. I, I was thinking about that. I was wondering about the, uh, these big, strong, wide receivers. Uh, we can go back to Ocho Cinco and Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown and Des Bryant. Why are they such divas?
1: All the time. I mean, before that, I mean, uh, Dion Sanders.
0: Dion Sanders. Yes. I, I don't think Dion is quite as big as those those other guys are. I mean, they're tanks. Oh, they you mean like size physical ones. specimens? But okay. yes, they're such divas. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> two hours
1: later, he just tweets out, "I got COVID, everyone," <laughs> which I think well, we knew. Yes. <laughs> we knew.
0: I mean, it is his his duty to inform the the people. Uh,
1: More tweets. He says, I'm not drunk yet. I only have one glass of wine. I'm getting my business stuff together to share with you all, LOL. And then he says, I am coming back. I'm being smart. So it turns out maybe he's not quitting.
0: (laughs) Also, almost never happened in the last couple of years where a wide receiver (laughs) has said they're quitting and then come back.
1: Yeah. I mean, mean, that
0: that is groundbreaking.
1: It's just great. I love it.
0: He also said some mean things about the Cowboys. He
1: did. Which, but, I mean.
0: Yeah. Nobody fair. cares. Nobody cares. I mean, the only um, thing we can wait for is in a week or so to see if uh, every Cowboy and every Raven on the field wound up with COVID.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I, and we, we talked last week about um, the COVID stuff, obviously going to probably affecting fantasy football playoffs in some ways. Uh, but it seems like we're fine with letting games go into Tuesday and Wednesday and just making it
0: whatever it is. I heard something briefly last week that's where the guy said that the NFL has played every day of the week for the first time ever. I think I also heard that, yeah. And I, I, I don't know what that means. Like, they've never played on one day until now?
1: Well, it's a, a first this year.
0: Um, any more news, Johnny, over there? Well, that also might have been the same time I saw the graphic that compared Nick Mullins to Pat Mahomes um and so i mean the news is is right and no i have nothing else
1: what you're referring to is that nick mullins had the third most passing yards in his first 13 starts and he's right behind mahomes and andrew luck
0: i mean yes and why not put that graphic up
1: i mean i I, i'm not i don't work for the espn graphics department
0: (laughs) Obviously what that means is that it won't be long before we say Nick Mullins and Pat Mahomes in the same breath.
1: No, I think this will be literally the last time anybody does that.
0: <laughs> and we're, we'll look forward to that Mullins-Mahomes duel every Super Bowl. No, Nick Mullins sucks, and I hate him. Yeah. Uh, all,
1: right. all right, well, let's talk about some other surprising things. and talk about some surprising players this week. Um, Got to keep it personal. Got to vent a little bit about my boy Derek Henry last week. Um, scoring like all the points, I, I've talked about how thankful I was for Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it seems yeah. like he didn't know. That seems like he didn't get the message. Yeah, putting up four points, his first fumble of the season, and the game that I needed to go to the playoffs. Um, the Cleveland Browns, God love them, just just stuffed him all day and no bueno,
0: no good. That's yeah, that style that's stout Browns that's defense. I think. The most surprising thing I saw was just the number of players that scored n- the number of points on weebs team. Wow. Okay. That's- I mean his team, he, he had a player that scored 50 is, wasn't it his, his, uh, tight end. Yeah. yeah D- it was, Darren Waller it was, scored 50 points.
2: Yeah. And what Darren Waller
0: scores 50 points.
2: Darren Waller is my surprising player because as a <laughs> tight end, he had 200 yards which only two actual receivers have done this year.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you added up all of uh, Weebs's players, except his quarterback, like his top players, he was averaging like 36 points a player.
1: I mean, Corey Davis, clearly the best receiver in Tennessee. Yes. Getting 37.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was Eight. just a remarkable, remarkable setup and a loss. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about the win or the loss. It's about how many points you put up. Yeah. Cares
1: about um, let's talk about some bad benches. Um, Allen benched your boy Cole Beasley, Johnny, who was yeah. on fire Monday night. Could not be stopped.
0: And I don't know why. I have mentioned over and over again how cute he is. And you have said that he's a stud. Yeah. And yeah. Still nothing.
1: I mean, that it, you know, not many people can. But I saw him adjusting his man bun on the sidelines. And I was like, <laughs> you know what?
0: Looks pretty good. He pulled it back and put a scrunchie around it. I saw that. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: So, Alan, yeah, Colby's laid the bills Super Bowl, I guess. Who knows? Yep.
2: Yeah, Allen also left Chris Carson on the bench, uh, who put up a pretty solid 19 points. Uh, and between those two players, if he had started them, actually would have won his game.
1: Well, we'll get to the standings here in a second. But um, yeah, Allen's gonna really wish that he did that. Yeah, sure is. Consequences. <laughs>
0: Um, I have to go up with worse bench decision because uh, I left Latavius Murray on the bench. And I only say that because most people would have left him on the bench. But I did think about playing him because I thought that the, um, uh, the Saints would, be, would do well. Wait, no, that was last week, wasn't it? Uh, take that back.
1: Okay. Come on, Dad. You got this.
0: Um, what day is it? <laughs> Fran Tarkington.
1: You know, it is good that we have this documented. Like, the, the actual downfall, of John.
0: I'm sorry. Call me Snow White.
1: <laughs>
0: Just feel a little little dopey.
1: Let's go ahead and get some stand- – so, our league standings, uh, we are done with the regular season, unfortunately, in the playoffs. Here's where things stand. At the bottom, the bottom, bottom of the league is Allen, the Puppet Master, at 4-9, which – I would guess is one of the higher, um, record records for a losing team. Like the, the yeah, very probably. last pretty
0: good probably the
1: year, mm-hmm. um, he shares that, um, designation with Smith, of course, at, also at four and nine. Um, but Smith, uh, by eight points by the hair on his chinny chin chin, um, has more points than Allen. So Allen is in our last place, um, in the league and he will have to suffer the consequences, Right above those two winners, though, however, is uh, King uh, at 4, 8, and 1. That tie really helped you, King, turns out.
2: Turns out.
1: <laughs> Hans out of the basement this year. He's at seventh place. Um, he is at 6 and 7. Uh, right above him, I'm also at 6 and 7 after my loss to Weeb's Rough Year, up and down all the place. Um, the Commish finished above me, which I'm just not realizing, which is kind of depressing, um, <laughs> at 7 and 6. And we have our four
0: playoff well, didn't, teams. Didn't the commish go on like a five or six game winning streak?
1: Yeah, the commish had a pretty good end of the yeah four game winning streak toward the end of the year. Um, and yeah, good for him. Actually, no, six games. Six. Winning. Yes, I thought yeah. it was six. Crap.
0: And still yeah. didn't make the playoffs. That sucks. All for
1: nothing. <laughs> Just
0: missed yeah. it. Well, he can say he was better than you.
1: So the newcomer, Weebs, he's been uh, name dropped a lot this episode. Uh, had an amazing week, 191 points. Um, got him into the playoffs convincingly in the fourth place spot. Third place, Johnny's championship pick, Schilling, um, in the playoffs yet again um, over there at eight and five. So John, the second if he,
0: since he's my pick, right? I I'm in a tough spot here. Yeah, he's going to have to go through me to get into the championship game.
1: Yeah, what well, matters more to you, your predictions or your own um, success? I will have to ponder that. Um, Johnny, you're second seed in the league. Congratulations. That's right. And, and who won the division? Uh, uh, you also won that division, the, the best division in the league, obviously. Yep. Um, a four game winning streak to end your season. Congratulations. Um, but Sean's commanding lead, uh, despite a loss two weeks ago, doesn't matter. 11 and two best team in the league, despite his best efforts. So our playoff is going to be Sean <laughs> versus Weebs, and then you versus Schelling. Uh, Weebs coming off that 190-point win. Um, Got a thing that we could see some, some surprises here.
0: Well, there's some interesting things about that for sure. One of them is that because of Weebs' loss to me when he tried to play two quarterbacks, it dropped him into that fourth-place spot. And now the fourth and first place teams are probably really the two best teams in the league. And one of them is going down. Um, They both, if you look at our, our ESPN projections, well, Weebs is actually projected for 138 points, the most in the league. And Sean is at 133, also the most in the league. Also kind of interesting. If you look through those projections, they kind of match up with exactly what the standards, the standings are. Hmm. Mine's at 129, which is the next highest, and Schillings is at 116. His is the only outlier there. He is, his projections are low compared to a lot of other, player, other teams.
1: We should say in our league, um, the uh, consolation um, bracket is also um, done so in a way so that the winners of the consolation games uh, matter for draft picks next year. Um, so there's some incentive in our league just to keep caring a little bit Um, even after the regular season is over for the losers.
0: That's Um, that's
1: it. Congrats to the playoff teams. Good luck to everybody. It's been a fun regular season uh, for some of us. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Okay, enough of that crap. Let's get ahead to the next year, uh, the next uh, week with the playoffs. Let's help some people out. Let's go ahead and take some deep cuts.
0: Now cuts like a knife.
1: Not that I thought that my Niners were Super Bowl caliber team this year, but I had I had some I had some hope going into Monday night. Um, but the Bills, I think, are a good football team, and they just ripped apart the Niners. I mean, it was I mean it was it wasn't even close, really. I mean, they just played a, a masterful game. Hats off to the Bills. Um, and I think a deep cut could really be either one of their running backs. And yes, it's a risk. Um, but uh, King was just same with Naheem Hines. If you get 10, 11, 12 points, that's if you're, if you're scraping the bottom of the, of the wires, that's pretty good. And the way they're using, uh, Singletary and Moss over there in Buffalo, they're doing tons of screen passes, tons of, um, you know, really creative ways to use those two guys pretty evenly. They both scored over 10 points last week against the Niners, which is a, a really good defense uh, despite the injuries. Um, so, I mean, I would take a look at, you know, one of those guys, I think Singletary Obermoss, um, just cause he gets a bit more consistent playing time. Um, but, um, you know, take a look at those bills running backs and if you're looking for somebody.
0: Yeah. If I, if I could be contrary. Oh, please. You okay. May. Uh, yeah. I'm the, between the two of those guys, it's really a crap shoot. They're, yeah. they're probably not going to be scoring 11, 12 points each in a game, um, in, in most games, Singletary is the least liked, I think. I, I think the Bills really pr- would prefer to do something with Zach Moss. Uh, I, I, th- I think you're probably going to have a much better player somewhere on your team, unless you've just suffered drastic end- uh, injuries.
1: Well, I, I guess, like, seeing that team and, like, I haven't watched the Bills game this year. <laughs> Shocking until Monday. Hmm. Um, and just seeing them, I was, I was very impressed.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're, they are a team.
1: Uh, Johnny cut me.
0: Well, one of these things is it's kind of said, I know they've been sort of on the waiver wire all year long. Is that saints defense? Um, they've been killing it. And I know talking defense is weird, but when you get into the playoffs, it would be nice to have a good solid defense that you can count on. Um, when I was last week when I couldn't play the Steelers, which has been my solid count on defense, I got a, a minus two or something like that for my defense. So, um, the Saints defense has scored almost double figures in almost every game and high double figures in a couple. And um, I think they're playing a pretty weak team again this week. So uh, just to give you that little extra point that you need, Saints defense, sign them up.
1: Well, it's, it's not uncommon for some of these big games to come down to a defense. Hmm. I mean, we have seen some defenses put up some pretty big points this year. Hmm. Or, or the opposite. We've seen some defenses do negative, and that really hurt you.
0: Yes, and then if you don't play one, they do negative, it's okay. It helps you.
1: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's how math works.
0: By the way, I I, I called the commissioner. Well, I texted the commissioner the other day because I thought I was going to have to get another quarterback. And I really didn't want to lose anybody on my team. So I asked him if I could just play without a de- uh, defense, and he said no. Wow. I mean, iron fist. Yeah, it was actually it was a tight end. I want to play without a tight end, and he said no. Good for him. Clearly,
2: he's, he's gotten my emails. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, King Alain, cut us. Oh, yeah. By the way, that Saints defense is playing the, the stout Philadelphia offense with their brand uh, new ooh, quarterback. quarterback. So that's pretty Pick, helpful. I like Pick him up NFC, right now. NFC at least. Uh,
2: so I'm going real deep with this cut. Uh, obviously, streaming quarterbacks is a very popular thing. You need a fairly solid quarterback uh, going into the playoffs. And I think you'd take a look at Mike Glennon down in Jacksonville.
1: <laughs> Mike Glennon. <yeah. laughs> the only fantasy football podcast who was talking about uh, Mike Glennon and nice. Adrian Peterson in the same episode.
0: <laughs> nice one, King. So I we had a little humor. It's, uh, absolutely.
2: I'm serious. He's done well in two of the three games that he played. Uh, Tennessee just gave up 40 something points to the Browns. Uh, and the Jaguars are playing Tennessee this week, I think Mike Glennon has a shot to put up some real numbers.
0: I think we've got to have an emergency pod next week just to talk about Mike Glennon. I think we are destined to see a Nick Mullins-Mike Glennon Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't say that.
1: (laughs) All right, well, some of us are playing uh, for playoff wins. Some of us are playing for consolation prices. But this week, I think we all have some worry. Let's talk about them. Our weekly worry segment. If you have a worry going into the playoffs or your championship, email us at at thisfantasylifepodcast@gmail.com. I am in the playoffs in our other league, my other league. So Uh, so is
0: everybody else.
1: I mean, there are a lot. There are a lot that get in. But I'm fourth place over there, so I get into my- Um, So I have, like, a weird rotating wide receiver running back situation over there. I know for one of our listeners, understanding receivers and running backs is very difficult. Um, So <laughs> I'll, I'll try and make this as clear as possible.
0: They're listed um, as the same thing on ESPN ad players. Site. Which is
1: why it's really easy to get confused, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I, I guess if you could watch, if you ever watched a game of football, you would know the difference. But I mean, even then, it's kind of blurry.
0: This show right. brought to you by Mutter's Lawn Service, Deep Green Lawn Service, the lawn service that will make your lawn deep and green or uh, plow your snow. And they do snow some plowing, they do everything. Yep. Okay.
1: So I'm going to quickly run down my receivers and running backs over there uh, Metcalf, Michael Thomas, automatic starts, obviously. And then I got Mustard. Yeah, Chris Carson, I got DeAndre Swift, which John knows about his pains, and then I got James White over in New England. I got um, Naheem Hines, picked him up over there, uh, King, and Mike Evans. He did. And it has been a weird injury rotation with Mustard and Carson, so I've been having to plug in James White, Naheem Hines, Mike Evans. Um, so I guess my worry is, like, how do I balance all of that Mustard's going. It's Washington, I think. Even though he didn't like blow the world out on Monday, it's probably still a must start over there. Um, and John, what are you hearing about Swift? I guess we might hear about that and the end of injury. Report. Hands down,
0: Swift is your man. Really? Yep. He's yeah, he's going to be the Detroit running back. he was concussed for a while. Then he had a little bit of a tummy flu, uh, but he's had a bunch of time off. He's back. They they don't need Adrian Peterson. They know he's not their running back of the future, so they're going to put him in and play him. Well, hot dog. I'm less worried. Yep. I'm, that's what I'm here for, bud.
1: Well, John, let's help you. What are you worried about?
0: Um, I have three tight ends.
1: Okay. You can, you can play them wherever you want, you know, right?
0: Yeah, well, I many. thought that they could play quarterback, so I was going to use them, but that apparently <laughs> isn't a thing. Um, but I have Eric Ebron, uh, Gronkowski, and Mark Andrews. Believe it or not, all three of them are top 10 tight ends.
1: What?
0: Yes. Wow. So, I can really only play one, and I'd like to get rid of one, but I don't feel like I should get rid of somebody and put a top ten tight end back into the mix so that somebody I'm playing will pick him up and he'll wind up hurting me. So, I don't know what to do with it. Pretty
1: them. deep worry, I think.
0: Well, when, you, when you're in, in the playoffs, it's about it's subtle things. It's nuances.
1: Um, I would take your own advice and look at matchups. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But also... I mean, the Gronk experiment hasn't really... Say he's a top 10 tight end. That experiment seems to
0: be kind of fizzling. Dude, you um, are so wrong about that. So wrong. Yeah, also, that is not even close to right. I think it's Ebron. Ebron is... Uh, he's actually rated higher than both Gronk and Andrews. Yeah. Andrews is probably the guy that you would think of as being the most. Um, Godwin is hurt. Mike Evans has been dinged up uh, last against Kansas City before their bye, Gronk got 18 points against the Rams. He got four against Carolina. He got 13 against New Orleans. He got one against the Giants. He got 17 before that, 18. So he has put up some points or no points. His first, uh, his first 100 yard game was against Kansas City two weeks ago. Then they had to buy. I don't know, man. It's a worry.
1: And I guess. Since you have – I would go with the safer option. And, like, since Gronk has put up some one, some two-pointers, um, I guess, yeah, look at the receiver situation. Whereas Ebron has scored over 12 points the past three weeks consistently.
0: Uh, true yeah. enough. Again, you're also I'm looking at matchups, like who they're, who they're playing. Yeah. But my real thing is I want to get rid of one and pick up something else. I don't need three tight ends.
1: Well, it yeah, sounds I... like Mark Andrews is your week's hurricane. Go ahead. Are you sure? Well, I mean, I might, I might interrupt you, but to start start right now, and then
2: maybe I'll hop in. Okay, cool. Uh, controversial opinion, I would actually drop Eric Ebron. Um, I know that he is the most consistent of the three, but he is also, uh, he has the lowest ceiling, I think is the right terminology to use there.
0: King, I agree with you. I wish to subscribe to your magazine. Uh, yeah. Although, if you do look at his numbers, except for against Cincinnati, which is strong against the tight end, he's been in double figures since week seven.
2: That is correct, but he hasn't put up one of those twenty-plus games like Gronk and Andrews have.
0: As Chris said, he's got Buffalo, but then he's got Cincinnati. See, you're also right about that. Like once he gets past Cincinnati, it's Indiana and Cleveland, Indianapolis, and I, those are tough, tough defenses. I mean, that Cleveland team's a Super Bowl team. Yeah. yeah the last thing that you want in your
1: playoff team is consistency i would just roll the dice all right done yeah.
0: thank you for your help i'm less
1: worried <laughs> king will us help you
0: oh i'm not worried about anything guys <laughs> i'm
2: I'm not in last place i don't care whether i get the third or fourth pick it doesn't
0: matter i just live and
1: large
2: i can officially check out uh, i'm so
1: jealous actually <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, let's move on to our favorite segment every single week where we recap other leagues around the area. It's a segment we call Getting on the Bus. Wheels on the bus go round
0: and round, round and round, round and round.
1: These leagues got themselves on the bus by emailing us at this at gmail.com, just like you can. All right, so we got some playoff updates from our leagues. Nice. Let's go ahead and start with our friend Tyler's other league. Uh, the way things shook out over there was the following number one, 10 and three, Doughboys. Number two, Mac Attack at nine and four. Um, tied with him also is Rhinos, Raiders at nine and four. And then Tide, as well as Team Jammerin and our friend Tyler, at eight and five. We're going to get some updates about their league in the mailbag. So stay tuned for that. But the way they do it over there, six teams get into the playoffs. So Doughboys and Mack Attack get a bye. And that means T Neal going up against Team Jammerin um, and Mike Johnson's going up against Rhinos Raiders. Uh, our friend Chris's league. Chris had a uh, really rough end of the season. Um, ended up losing this week um, and is seven and six, which means he is out of the playoffs um, after a pretty solid start to the to the year. Um, so over there, our playoff teams are the following: four out of ten. Number one, Shaken Bakers, Jim West. Number two, Jay Pinnell over with Columbus Muni Lot. Number three, Leatherheads, Matt Evans. Number four, Team Tucker. So Shaken Bakers up against Team Tucker. And leatherheads going up against Columbus Muni Lots. Uh, we are rooting for Columbus Muni Lots over there if anybody is curious. Um over in my other league, again, 10 team league, six teams get in. Here are the final standings. We got in the bottom, um, the person that I officially eliminated last week. Um, our good friend Bethany, easy breezy, beautiful at two and eleven. We got Captain TBD at four and nine, straight captain at five and eight.
0: I have a little intel. Oh, please. Apparently, there was a little dissension in the Bethany household when she wound up beating her husband and knocking him out of a certain position. <laughs> Which, on the good side, for those of you in that league, apparently there is no collusion or no, no. pillow talk, <laughs> if you will. And we were, of course, Team Bethany. Yeah. Um, and
1: then we had some pretty high stakes drama for the last playoff spot. Six teams get in. Uh the teams that finished 5, 6, and 7 all finished at 7 and 6. And the bridesmaid in that scenario was T. Neal. After a promising start, a wonderful fantasy football mind, one of our biggest fans, two games to lose the season in a row. Um, he had 70 points less than the return of the pack. So return of the pack, return to the league, gets him in the playoffs this year at 7 and 6 right behind all of my feelings, where I think it's also their first playoff appearance um, at number five. Uh, I'm there at spot number four at eight and five. Raider Nation, um, uh, Bethany's uh, worst half, over there at eight and five as well at number three. Steel Curtain, after a huge uh, start to the season, has taken a couple losses also at eight and five at number two. And the number one seed over there is our very good friend, Kevin, Motor City Convicts. He has won six games in a row. He nice. was at three and four, seemingly out of the of the contest. Six games in a row, the number one seed, earning himself a bye. So in that league, uh, the matchups are going to be um, – I'm going to be playing Raider Nation and the – or no, I'm playing all my feelings and then return to the pack – playing Raider Nation in the first playoff game. Um, no update, unfortunately, from Paul Jenny, but I think our friend DJ is safely in the playoffs, right, Johnny?
0: Running away with it and predicts a shutout in the uh, to win the championship for an unprecedented, I believe he said, five times.
1: Wow, unbelievable.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, King, get us all caught up on your part of the bus.
2: Uh, yeah, so over in the good old times, uh, T-Nix and Chef Nick both coming in at 9-4, and four, both locking up a first-round bye in the playoffs. Uh, the remaining playoff teams are uh, Stepbro, Jerry, Not Your Mexican, and Miles Not Yards getting a clutch win this week to back into that number six spot. Um, I also just realized that the consolation bracket in this league is called the Toilet Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and so now I'm the Toilet Bowl.
0: Uh huh.
2: Oh, and so now I'm uh, very excited to be oh, yeah. a part of uh, this round. For a, I, I could win a bowl game. Do nice. you
1: win a toilet? Because those are actually kind of expensive. Well,
0: yeah. All right. Well, it is nice to know in our league that uh, we already know that Alan looks fetching in an a dress, and he does a heck of a party for the draft. So it's something to look forward to. Should we be allowed to party in 2021? Hope so. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all right, that's it. That's the bus. Uh, if you have any bus-related incidences, uh, email us at thisfantasylifepodcast.gmail.com. And Like I said, we'll be off for a couple of weeks. But we'll catch up with all these people once we get down to some championships. Finals. John, talk to us about some playoff-implicated injuries.
0: Well, there aren't too many, actually. I feel like all of the teams have sort of healed up other than this the every-so-often surprise COVID test. Uh, Sam Darnold's coming back. Cam Newton has a tummy injury. Christian McCaffrey was supposed to come back. They were on a bye because he got a bad shoulder, and now he's tweaked his thigh. Might we call him Christian McFiery? Chris Godwin is questionable. Mike Evans is questionable. Joe Mixon hasn't played a game in a long, long time. All of the Cowboys suck. A.J. Brown is hurt. Brandon Cooks and Didi Kuti are both a little bit dinged up. Josh Jacobs is out this week. Antonio Gibson got a toe injury. Again, that famous toe injury that appears to take out a 250-pound, completely built guy who cannot come on the field because he hurt his pinky. Uh, Julio, Julio Jones, or Julio as some people like to say, is questionable, as is Todd Gurley. Uh, They've been saving him for some reason, and that is the injury report. Wow.
1: Um, All right, John, uh, do you want to talk to us about our playoff matchups this week?
0: Well, you kind of already took us there, but just as a quick note, um, yeah, we got to – starting from the bottom, we've got – the uh, Puppet Master playing The League is Rigged, and uh, The League is Rigged is, is a seven-point favorite in that. Uh, needless to say, it sounds like the Puppet Master uh, has left a lot of his you-know-whats at home and doesn't give them anymore. more. Um, Hans, take a seat, please, is projected to lose by a great deal to Brandon, and the Commish is uh, projected to beat you by a lot as well. But again, remember these projections, a lot of us haven't put our, our starting team in yet for this week. And then for um, the games that really matter, day and the auto draft, day is a, a prohibitive favorite at 138 points over auto draft. Um, I'm picking... Uh, auto draft to wind up winning that series and i'm up against uh rolling on the river he's got 116 but i believe he's going to change his quarterback Um, i think that one's going to be a tight one for both playoff weeks that's the the breakdown hello hello did i lose you hello hello Hello. can you guys hear me
1: hello McFly. hello all right hello all right, well, we're pretty much set for the first week of the playoffs. Last th- the last thing we have to do is talk about some guys. Let's start with guys that we love.
0: I love the guy.
1: I'm pretty close to verbatim on this, but I'm pretty sure I heard a commentator say last night that Cowboys defense is just not very good. <laughs> Which and water. I think they were, they were being as nice as possible <laughs> water is wet I think um, so you the, know who I love they're playing the Bengals next week let's give some love to Giovanni Bernard who has been kind of a little consistent positive over there in Cincinnati um, I could see Bernard getting in for a touchdown getting some positive yardage Giovanni Bernard against those weekly cowgirls over there I
0: love it. Cowboys will beat the Bengals. you <laughs> Yeah.
2: Speaking of water is wet.
0: <laughs> um, I'm looking for Mike Williams to have a big game against that Atlanta Falcons team. They give up a lot of points. He's been, he's been on the, the rise. So uh, he's also on a lot of the waiver picks. So if you want somebody who I think is going to be a pretty decent wide receiver this week, Mike Williams is the man
1: just been dropped. Uh, King, tell us about
2: a guy that you love. Um, well, I love John. <laughs> oh, wow! Uh, but more importantly than that, uh, I love Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to overcome this little thigh issue. I think he's going to play this week and he's going to have a big return. Uh, since he hasn't done you know really anything all year,
0: if you hadn't professed your love to me, I would be contrary to that. But since you said you love me, I'm going to agree
1: thank you yeah those top draft picks this year have been pretty underwhelming um all right let's get negative let's talk about some guys that we hate now we're in my real oh, house. I hate that guy the Washington football team
0: apparently riding
1: team. high huh. they think they're uh they think they're a really good team over there disagree they're yeah. going up against the San Francisco 49ers. Antonio Gibson, not going to cut it this week. Sorry, bud. You've been a little Cinderella story these last few weeks. No moss. Antonio Gibson getting stuffed by that Niners D. Adios.
0: When Antonio Gibson got hurt last week, he's probably not going to play.
1: Ha-ha! Caught it! <laughs> Let's go. Go ahead and just type that into my notes for I was right. <laughs> clink, 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 clink.
0: Um. You know what? I hate Aaron Rodgers. And mm. just as a, a motif, I hate a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, I hate Josh Allen this week. I hate Jalen Hurts. Ah. And I hate Tom Brady. Again, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers I hate for similar reasons. Josh Allen, I think, is not going to have the game that you hope now that you have uh, put the, the jinx on those Buffalo Bills. <laughs> um, people are saying that Aaron
1: Rodgers is like the leading candidate for the MVP. John, how yeah. do you feel about that?
0: Uh, I, I a douche is a douche. <laughs> I think I have that embroidered somewhere. <laughs> uh, do you have a about A douche by any other name is still Aaron Rodgers.
1: <laughs>
0: Brandon, who do you hate?
2: <laughs> well, I hate John, uh, mostly <laughs> just for that joke.
0: Uh, but... I want to, I want to bring, take back what I said about McCaffrey.
2: Nope, it's too late. We've already moved on. Um, I hate Kirk Cousins uh, they, oh, yeah.
0: We're on the, the same num- hate the quarterback team right?
2: Sucks. The numbers will tell you that he's got a good matchup against Tampa Bay but I think with both of those teams fighting for a playoff spot uh, I think Tampa Bay's defense is just going to step it up and shut Minnesota down this week
1: I think this is like a two season late callback but when will the Kirk Cousins experiment stop? <laughs> <laughs> that was our first season we were talking about this Kirk Cousins not good
0: I don't they think they it's an experiment anymore. Kirk Cousins when Detroit stops playing Adrian Peterson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's bring this puppy home. But we have some really important mailbag. Um, so let's go to the mailbag. Let's do it. Mail time. Mail
2: time. Mail time. mail here.
1: Of course, you can send us mail over at the. Email this fantasy podcast at gmail.com. All right, our friend Tyler in the playoffs. He is going up against the hottest team in the league that has won seven straight, he says. So he needs some advice. All right. I he's Tyler didn't make up. the playoffs. Do what? I
0: thought Tyler didn't make the playoffs.
1: He didn't make it in my league with him. He made it in his other league.
0: Oh, so it's Tyler not for real in the other no, playoffs.
1: Oh, got him. Okay, so he has three different questions. Number one, so he has, for some reason, he has two kickers on his team, and he wants to know who to start, Butker, Kansas City against Miami, or Suckup for Tampa Bay against Minnesota. I'm going with Butker against Miami because the Chiefs sure. are going to put up points.
0: I would like to say that we are a groundbreaking podcast because this is probably the first podcast ever where somebody was concerned about what kicker to start.
1: Yes, here we go.
0: So A lot of firsts on this show. What? But I think the Kansas City kicker for sure.
2: Uh, I think the Tampa Bay kicker. Oh,
0: my God. And I would drop them both and pick up a new
1: one. I love it. Next, oh. um, Saints defense or Seahawks defense. I think we know the answer to that. Easy. I think we're
0: all on the Saints. Easy breezy on that one. Yep, Saints Although all the
1: Seattle, way. Seattle is playing the Jets.
2: Yes, I'm actually gonna. I'm going to say bad. Seattle because, A, they're playing the Jets. B, I'm
0: starting them this week. That, mm-hmm. So, I fully support that decision.
1: Well, I think Saints still against Eagles.
0: I think Jalen Hurts is going to live up to his name. Yeah. Oh, and, and get hurt? He's going to be in Jalen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, last question.
1: Um, he has lots of people. Kind of my situation as well in my, my other league with receivers and running backs. He has Michael Gaskin in Miami, um, Robert Woods. He has Deontay Johnson in Pittsburgh. Who do you play between those people?
0: Uh, Clearly Robert Woods. I would say Deontay Johnson has a close second, and um, Gaskin, I wouldn't play him at all. Um, We also had Ronald Jones from the Buccaneers. Wouldn't play him either.
2: Yeah, drop that. Um, I actually 100% agree with John on this one.
1: Gaskin and Johnson. I think he has to start one of the other two, so do we think Gaskin or Jones?
0: He has to start one of those. Yeah. I, I would go Jones just because Gaskin isn't supposed to have a great game this week.
1: Okay. I like it. Problem solved. And he says to all the lifers, good luck to any playoff matchups anybody may have. Thank you, Tyler. Uh,
0: that's so nice of him. It. It
1: that's it, guys. We're, right. almost, we're almost out of this.
0: All right. Are we going to go into a bank and head into the runway?
1: Uh, we're going to go into hibernation for a little while. Happy holidays to all of our lifers. Have a safe and um, you know healthy and loving holiday break.
0: We didn't even mention that the Buckeyes game is canceled, but they're still going to get to play in the Big Ten Championship. Who? Because, once again, when the Big Ten was asked, why are the Buckeyes playing in the championship when they didn't play six games? Everybody knows money. the reason. Money. Money, 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 money.
1: Again, I've learned a lot through this pandemic. One thing is that I just don't really care about the Buckeyes anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, King. Yes. I love you too. And play Uh us out.